ExtraordinaryChurch.ca podcast, where ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. You are about to hear a message that will encourage you to become and experience all that Jesus Christ has for you. Are you ready? Open up your Bibles because something extraordinary is about to happen. Amen. Open up your Bibles or your Bible apps to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 4, and I'm going to be reading a very familiar passage, and it is the essence of this passage that I really want to be deposited into our hearts and minds today. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 9. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but to all who loved his appearing. Do your best to come to me soon. And I want to preach this thought by the help of the Holy Ghost. This is not the time nor the place. This is not the time nor the place. This afternoon, if you can't tell, I'm a man on a mission. (laughs) I come to you with a message, but that message is a message of urgency. The world has changed. The new normal is attempting to settle in. And I don't like some of the things that are happening in this new normal. And when I say that, what I mean is I want to make sure that we are being all that God has called us to be. I want you to think about what post-COVID-19 life will look like. Here's what we know. In just these few short weeks, our world has moved light years forward in technology. We are now relying heavily upon video conferencing more than ever before. This world has moved centuries backwards in its understanding, and now our friends are found in virtual worlds. It's a reality, but it is a virtual reality. We know it the day and we live in, truth is relative and everything is your truth. But can I tell you, there is an absolute truth and that truth is without a doubt the word of God. Can I tell you, if the future might be looking obscure, my future isn't looking obscure and the church's future isn't looking obscure. I'm here to tell you extraordinary church's future is looking bright. I'm here to declare to you that your future is looking bright, that the hand of God is on your life. Don't give in to the woes and the mully grubs of this season. I need you to straighten up your shoulders and stand up in your spirit and declare that this is the day that God is going to use you. Your best is ahead of you. Now is not the time to give up or to give in. Recently, uh, I came across an illustration, and I'm always kind of scouring the Internet for illustrations. I came across this one, and it's interesting, and I thought it perhaps would resonate and fit well in this message. An African grandmother bought, uh, brought three newborn triplets to a mission. Their mother had died in childbirth, and the grandmother fearful of the revenge of evil spirits named the babies, why we were left, how shall we grow, and lastly, what will make us happy. 
This generation is asking these questions, especially in this COVID-19. It's revealing a lot of questions in our lives. And I believe that this generation should get its answers. And where do I believe they should get their answers? I believe they should get them from the church. We should be quick and willing to answer the why. We should be quick and willing to answer the how. And we should be quick and willing to answer the what for this generation. You all know I believe in faith. And as a matter of fact, everything that we do is by faith. God hasn't released me to preach anything outside of faith and love. Those are the two fundamental tenets of scripture. Uh, The just shall live by faith. And we know we are to love God and love others. But the Bible is clear. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. Now is the time that we need to declare his word more than ever. Generations hear differently than other generations. This is why I'm passionate about conveying and communicating the message and the word of God in a way that connects with those that are hearing it. We must speak to uh, we must speak the words with a, uh, in an acceptable or an understanding way that people can connect to and resonate with. I am on a mission, and let me just tell you, I am clearly on a mission today. I hope the message hasn't arrived too late. If you are content to do what you've always done, then the message is too late. If you are happy seeing limited results, then this message is too late. If you are content reaching a single race in a single way, this message is too late. Extraordinary Church is a church for everybody. Black, white, yellow, red, green makes me no difference. Makes no difference about the gender. Makes no difference about the education or the access to affluence. Uh, Makes me no difference. Everybody is welcome here at Extraordinary Church. And if you believe that, you ought to type amen. If you're thankful for that, you ought to stand Stand up and give God praise because there is room for your brother. There is room for your sister. There's room for your colleague. There's room for your neighbors. There's room for your boss who gets on your nerves. There's room here for everybody. If you are married to the monotony rather than carried on and and interested in spontaneity, can I tell you this message might be too late, but perhaps this message isn't too late for those who are watching. Maybe there is somebody here who is hungry to impact this generation. Not maybe, I declare I'm preaching to a bunch of people who I know are passionate about leaving their mark upon this generation. I know there's somebody that's watching who is not apathetic and uh, lethargic when it comes to growth. You want to grow as a leader. You want to be more influential. You want to see God use you. You want to step outside of the box. Maybe there's somebody here who's watching will say, I'll do whatever it takes except sin to reach this generation with the only saving gospel of Jesus Christ. And if you feel that way, if you feel like now is the time for you to get up outside of the routine, now is the time for you to get up outside of the mundane, can I just encourage you? Stand up off your couch. Get up out that lazy boy. Lift your hands and give God praise. Look at your wife. Look at your kids. Tell them now is the time. This is not the time for me to play games. This is not the time for me to be disinterested. This is not the time for me to sit back in a couch and be relaxed. Now is the time God is calling me for greater. If that's you, this message is for you. And if it's not you, then this message may be in vain. More importantly, I believe we are on a mission to help ordinary people experience 
extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. And by his grace, we will help them experience that. See, sometimes here's what I feel. I feel that many of us, this COVID-19 and how we're dealing with it, we're kind of stuck. Oftentimes you've heard me say that uh, it's a mirror reflection. The natural or the spiritual the, uh, reflects what's taking place. Many of us will feel stuck. We're stuck in our homes. And I know that the premier and the provincial government are beginning to ease restrictions and they're beginning to identify ways that we can re-enter into some semblance of normalcy with physical distancing limitations, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm hopeful that that day is coming very soon where we'll be able to gather together again. And I'm excited about what God is doing. But what do you do when you feel like Oh, your life isn't making progress. What do you do when things are going wrong? Well, we've all felt that way. David was just like, look, I'm ready to be out. You might remember what he said, and I'm paraphrasing, but he just said, oh, if I had the wings of a dove, I could fly away. Sometimes we deal with difficulties. Sometimes we are entertaining, giving up. Sometimes we're fighting things. Can I tell you? If you are fighting, man, I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. If you are fighting a battle and you feel like you've been fighting it for some time uh, and you have not experienced the spoils of victory, perhaps you're fighting the wrong battle. Can I tell you, some of you all are right now fighting things that have hemmed you up. Can I, let me just help you out right now. Some people have just moved on. You fighting stuff that people did to you year, a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, and you're still carrying it. And do you know that other person is going on with their life? Can I tell you, and you're fighting that, you need to let that go. And this is not the time, nor the place for bitterness. This is not the time, nor the place for vengeance. Can I tell you what the Bible says? The Bible says that vengeance belongs to him. You are not here. I am not here to exact vengeance. I don't know who that's for, but God knows who it's for. But can I tell you, this is not the time for us to give up, and it's not the time for us to give in. Now is the time for us to move forward. And if you believe that, you ought to type forward in the comments. You ought to look at your wife, or you ought to look at your daughter or your son and say, we're moving forward. That was behind us, but we're moving forward. Praise God. Look at Hebrews 10, 39. In the ESV, it reads, but we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but are of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Praise God. I love the way the message says it. You know what? The message says it like this, but we're not quitters who lose out. Oh no, we'll stand with it and survive trusting all the way. Can I tell you, I know things might be difficult right now, and this may not be where we envision, but we are going to see greater things happen. I'm here to tell you, God is raising up a generation, and just because you're in a fight, and you might be in the fight of your life, now is not the time to quit. Praise God. Now is not the time to give in. Now is not the time to start entertaining a defeated type mentality. Now is not the time to buy into the limitations. Now is not not the time to let your past haunt you. Now is not the time to let your mistakes prevent you. Now is not the time for you to harbor bitterness and anger and resentment. Now is the time for us to be free. 
I feel like joining in with the Hebrew boys. When they said, we may burn, you may laugh at us, and you can, I'm in the Holy Ghost. You can turn the heat up as high as you want. Isn't that what the king did? He turned it up as high as it can get. But can I just tell you, as high as he turned it up, guess what? God was right there with them. God was right there with them. You need to know, I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. This is as bad as it's going to get. I'm declaring to somebody in Jesus' name, you might be in for the fight of your life, but you need to know that fight isn't getting any worse. Praise God. God has got your back. God is with you. Now is not the time to give up. Some people might think I'm crazy because I'm yelling like a wild man in my bedroom. In my bedroom. I'm not in my bedroom. I'm in my home, in the living room. But you know what? Now is not the time to be thrown down. Now is not the time to think you're forgotten. Now is not the time to quit. Some people might think we're crazy, but they might think this is foolish. But let them think that we will move forward and experience what God has for us. I need you to get this urgency. This is why, you know, Pastor Keel is lit right now because we did not pick these times. We were picked for these times. Before we were born, God raised us up for this generation. And here's what I need you to understand. I need you to get this in your spirit because there are moments like this that are the moments that I call small hinges that swing big moments. You ever look at a door and you pay attention? It could be a massive door. And what swings that massive door are small hinges. Can I tell you, these seasons that we're in right now, these are defining seasons. Here's what I need you to understand. Great opportunities come with limitations in time. Great opportunities come with limitations in time. You all know I love character studies. Paul is a fascinating read. Paul, we just read, is really at the end of his life. He's writing to his son in the gospel. He declares him as such. Timothy is a young man with an enormous amount of possibility and potential. And Paul has got a very special connection to him. And at the end of the day, Paul lists several things. He's like, look, it's winter. If you read at the end, of this chapter, you'll understand it's winter, and he's asking for his coat. He begins to say, you know what, man, I had a relationship that was fractured. Mark got in the way between us and Barnabas, and it fractured some things. I want you to bring him, but I love what he says to Timothy. He even says, look, Demas has forsaken me. He loves this present world. Um, only Luke is with me, but here's what he says to Timothy. He says, Timothy, you're very special to me, and I understand that my life is being poured out He said, I'm about to receive this reward. He said, but I need you and I need you now. Depending upon the translation, he'll say soon, he'll say quickly, he'll say urgently. I need you to understand that God is trying to put in us an urgency in our spirit. We need to move forward quickly. We need to hear me. I am encouraging you. God has given some of you visions and dreams. You need to move forward quickly and pursue those. Can I just help you out? Some of us are dealing with hangups and bad habits and bad attitudes. We need to dismiss those things. We need to move forward beyond those things. We need to let those things go. You said you weren't going to carry it into 2020 and 2020 hasn't happened the way that you wanted to. And you pick some of those things up. Can I tell you those are weight. You need to lay aside those weights that are so easily besetting us and getting you getting you caught up and tripped up. Put those things aside and move forward into what God has called you to. 
See, he says to Timothy, come quickly, quickly. You have to understand uh, in this region, they're navigating through the Mediterranean. It would soon be closed. Ancient mariners viewed the time between November and March to be the most dangerous on that sea. So Timothy has a great opportunity, but he has a limited window. I need you to think about this. There's one student who was in seminary, and he's speaking about the unlimited grace of God. The professor asked him wherever he got the notion that grace was unlimited. And the student responded that the Bible says that the grace or that God's mercy is everlasting. And the professor answered, yeah, God's mercy is everlasting, but are you? See, God's mercy is everlasting, but man's life on earth isn't. Life comes with words stamped on it, like urgent, perishable, immediately, now. Reminds me of the time when the, uh, one of my kids recently asked me about the Titanic and how long ago it sank. Can I just tell you that we need to understand, ooh, I'm about to sneeze. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, don't worry, I don't have COVID. <laughs> We, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Praise him. <laughs> we were talking about the Titanic and check this out. Uh, here's what happened. You know what? Those first, uh, the Titanic was sinking and people thought it was an unsinkable ship. Those first lifeboats that left the Titanic, they weren't filled. Did you hear me? Those first lifeboats that left were not filled. People thought it was foolish to get into the boats. They thought, this Titanic, this is the Titanic. It's not going to sink. Only later did they realize their perilous condition. Did they realize that their window for the opportunity to escape had closed? A great opportunity came with a time limitation. I need you to understand, opportunities come, but they come with a time limitation. I am in the Holy Ghost here to encourage you to let you know that we are in a unique season. It's a shift, and it is a shift where God is preparing us for something extraordinary. He is preparing us for a remarkable harvest, but there is indeed a window of time, and we have to strike now. Now is the time for us to get up out of our seat and say, God, I'm coming after you with everything that I have. Now is the time for us to say we will not settle for ordinary. Now is the time for us to move forward. By faith. Why? Why? Why, Pastor Akil? Why are you so amped about this? Because, hear me, delay can be costly. Delaying can be costly. Tomorrow is not promised to any of us. Augustine said it hundreds of years ago, God has promised forgiveness to your repentance, but he has not promised tomorrow to your procrastination. Yes, can I tell you, we all look forward to tomorrow, but we do need to realize tomorrow sometimes never comes. Delay can be costly. Don't delay in giving God praise. Don't delay in saying yes to his call. Don't delay in getting rid of the bitterness. Don't delay in repenting. Don't delay in being baptized in Jesus' name. Don't delay in getting your miracle. Don't delay and say, I'll call into the prayer Zoom room next time. No, call today. Get in today. Today is the day of salvation. James says it like this. Chapter 4, verse 13, come now, you who say today 
or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life. It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then gone. Delay. See, Paul writes to Timothy, come quickly. Come, come, come quickly. Have you ever noticed what mattered most to Paul at this time? I love it. Woo. Because he's, he's saying, man, you know what? Bring John Mark with you. In other words, he wants to make sure things are right. John Mark was a source of a dispute between Paul and Barnabas. Now, all that is forgiven. All that is forgotten. Forgive for the time is short. Man, I'm here to help somebody today. I don't want you to wallow in your misery. I don't want you to anguish in your anxiety. I don't want you to lament in what was happening to you, what, what somebody did to you. Can I tell you, now is the time to make it right. Act swiftly. Don't delay, because delay can be costly. Every second counts. Every online worship experience counts. Every opportunity counts. Make this moment count in your life. Don't delay. Act swiftly. Now is the time to come. You find me one place in Scripture where it says, Come to the Lord tomorrow. No, today is the day of salvation. Now is the time to repent. Now is the time to step forward. Now is the time for us to move. Paul had this urgency, and I believe he was able to maintain this urgency. It sustained his ministry. And something that God is doing in me is telling me, now, now is the time. There could be habits of keel that have hindered you. Now is the time to set them aside. Now is the time to seek Christ with a diligency and an effort. Now is the time for us to pray. Now is the time for us to fast. Now is the time for us to love. Now is the time. Now is the time for your miracle. This is not the time nor the place for doubt. This is not the time or place to give in. I want to pray with you. I feel the Holy Ghost so strong, and I wanted to put this in your spirit, this urgency. I need to help you because there is a shift that God wants to bring about in your life. But can I tell you, you need to be willing to respond and not respond by saying, okay, yeah, good message. No, no, no. I'm going to get up. Pastor, I hear you. I'm going to pray. I'm going to begin to worship in my home. Can I tell you, God wants to send revival, and revival happens in the home. I could show you all throughout Scripture where it didn't happen in the synagogues. It happened with homes where people were praying. It happened in Cornelius' home, and it happened in the home where Saul was on the road called Straight in Judas's home. Can I tell you, it happens. Life change happens in homes. And what God wants to do is bring about a life change right now where you are. God is telling you, don't settle. You can have victory. You can have breakthrough. You can have deliverance. You can watch your children receive the spirit right there in your home. You can watch your marriage be renewed. I'm telling you, God is willing to do it. I want you to stand with me. By 
by faith. I want you to stand with me declaring, you know what? We will not remain here. I want you to stand with me declaring, this is not the time or the place for us to be arguing all the time. I want you to look at your spouse and say, we're going to enjoy this. We're going to enjoy being married to one another. We're going to enjoy what God is doing in our lives. We're going to enjoy our children. Now is the time. This is not the time to be concerned about things that don't matter. This is not the time to be concerned about petty things. This is not the time to be concerned with the naysayers or the detractors or the people are saying it is impossible. Now is the time to say, God, I'm coming after you and I'm going to walk in the victory, the power and the anointing that you have for me. Now is the time. So you know what I feel? I feel like I'm calling you like Paul called Timothy. I'm in the Holy Ghost so much, I've never felt like I've preached probably a more homiletically and hermeneutically inaccurate message, but that's not the point. The point is this, God is calling you, come quickly come quickly. Now is the time for you to pray quickly. Now is the time for you to worship. Now is the time for you to forgive. Now is the time for you to ask for help. Now is the time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Join us next week for another message of hope and life in Jesus. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends, extraordinarychurch.ca. We are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in Jesus. If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.